There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey, everyone. It's Amy Castles. Trey Castles is not here, but I do have Dr. Kevin Smith. Say hello. Hello, everybody. Okay, so I got to brag on Dr. Kevin Smith here for a minute. First, I thought it was very interesting that you played for the Dallas Carter Cowboys that the movie, the Friday Night Lights, that was on. You're the quarterback and brought you to University of Michigan on a yes. football scholarship. Yes. Congratulations. Go Blue. Woohoo. <laughs> I, actually, I don't know if that's what the sound is. No, it's just go blue. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, <laughs> listen, I went to Sam Houston. Okay. All right. I have uh, a cousin there that plays on their national championship team. Oh, there you go. Yep. Okay. He's double board certified with the American Board of Otolaryngology, EMT. Ear, nose, and throat? No. It's ear, nose, and throat, right? All right. Okay. Also, the American Board of Facial Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery, which I've seen some of your work there. Absolutely amazing. Ladies, you don't have to go the rest of your life worried that your skin is just going to completely sag down because... Dr. Smith has you. That's, I have your back. He's got, or, at least or, I have your face. Or you have your face. <laughs> You're an author, the book, The Migraine Imposter. Yes. And you have quite the resume and you're best dressed by GQ. Esquire Magazine, best dressed man in America contest about 16 years ago. I came in second place, but since I'm the only doctor that was in the field, 
I claim the best dressed doctor that year. There you go. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Esquire magazine. Okay. So I want to tell everyone why and how you're here, how I met you. About a month ago, I did an episode on migraines. My husband wasn't here. My best friend said, Amy, why don't you share your story? Why don't you tell why you are here in this health and wellness field? So I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I'll share my story and I'll share what's worked for me with my migraines. And I just kind of went through what migraines are to my best description of a non-Oto laryngology <laughs> just and I described how that makes me feel my experience and I've described some of my triggers and the very complicated lifestyle that as I was writing it out and I'm like oh geez most people are not going to do this lifestyle but it's worked for me right. about 75 percent of the time Good. well I got a phone call from my amazing friend Pamela Carlson she used to come to my yoga class and normally i really don't listen to a lot of people when they say things like this. I know what can help your migraines. And it's because none of it works. None of it. And but she but she said, you gotta check out Dr. Kevin Smith. He has been treating and curing migraines by the root cause. And you spoke at the uh the NFL NF Alumni Association. They had a, yes. a meeting uh, an event that we had. And you were a speaker. Yes. And I I was pretty blown away. I made an appointment right away. So Pam, actually, you listened to her and you, yeah. it triggered something in you. It did. Well, that's good and my first reaction was, well, hold on a second. I don't get sinus migraines. That was my very first reaction. Okay. But then I thought about it for a minute and I thought, you know what? Wait a minute. Every time I have a migraine, I'm also congested. There we go. And my, my cause and effect was backwards. So let's see, hold on. I can't do math in my head when I'm 41 now, <laughs> 41 minus five years old. What? I was 36. No, no, six. No, no. no, 36 years. Sorry. 36 years. Okay. Yeah. 36 years. I've I had did the migraines. math too because on your intake, you put six and six years old. Oh, okay. And I had to do the math. Yeah. I said 36 years. <laughs> 36 years. I've had migraines and it's interesting. I've never put the correlation like that. I've always thought the migraine caused the congestion. Mm. I never thought the congestion caused the migraine. Yes. Oh, and we got to have a good talk today. <laughs> and then we came in and here we are because yep. I was completely blown away when I saw my migraine results. And oh, by the way, or my MRI results, every time that I do have a migraine, I always know that it's dissipating. Obviously, pain is starting to go away. But I know that it's going to go away rather quickly because the congestion on that side of my nostril will start to dissipate and go away. And I know within next hour or so, the migraine will be gone. There you go. Yeah. You have it. You've been analyzing and you've figured out the fact that it's related to your nose. And that's what I've discovered over my 30-year career, that uh, the root cause of all migraine is in the nose and sinuses. And I came to find that out because initially in my career, I look at it at 10, 10, 10. I've been practicing 30 years. The first 10 years I've been doing sinus surgery and, and septoplasties and turbinectomies on patients who have headaches. But after that 10, first 10 years, I looked at all my data and a lot of those people who came in to see me, over 90%, came in with a diagnosis of migraine as well. Mm. And their headaches would go away in about 88% of those folks is what my analysis looked like. And so the middle 10 years, I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not curing migraines. These are actually very severe headaches that are migraine-like. Mm. 
Yeah. They said they were migraines on their intake, but really if I'm curing them, you know, it's in the nose, it can't be a migraine because I'd been taught like everybody else been taught, migraines are in the brain. Right. But when you think about it, only 5% of brain scans will find a reason for your headache. That leaves you 95% of those scans are normal. And that tells me you need to keep looking Mm -hmm. because if it's not there, then it's got to be somewhere else. Luckily, I was in the ENT, ear, nose and throat specialty, and I was able to just see this. You know, I was able to actually practice medicine, perform the procedure, observe the results, repeat it. So in the middle 10 years, I'm doing this. And it wasn't until the last 10 years when I went on the doctor's show. And this is a nationally televised show. I had a woman who'd suffered for 41 years and she was about five years migraine free, told the story. We start getting scans from all over the country. You have access to my expertise by just sending me the disc of your scan. I look at it. I'll call you, let you know if you're a candidate, if you have the abnormalities that I know cause the problem. Well, I've been getting all these scans from all over the country and everybody that sent me a scan had the abnormalities that I knew caused migraine. And then my success rate, once I did my procedure, was greater than 90%. I'd say about 90%. Wow. And so I sat back and really had to look at that and go, this is crazy. If they have migraines and I'm curing 90%, then I'm curing migraines. These are people who had been to the top neurologists in the country. Yeah. Vanderbilt, UCLA, Johns Hopkins, Mayo Clinic, Cleveland Clinic. They'd been coming to me, sending me their disc, and I was getting them well. So with that, I had to conclude that I'm curing migraine headaches. And it's not just a sinus migraine, as you alluded to. These are all type of migraine. I've cured family members with migraines who were told they were hereditary. I've cured people with ocular migraines, sleep migraines, abdominal migraines, hereditary migraines. And then you get into these really unusual ones, the complex migraine and the hemiplegic migraines. Complex migraines give you stroke-like symptoms. These people go to the emergency room all the time. They're worked up for a stroke. They don't really find anything, but they have to tag something on Mm -hmm. it. So they're like, you had a mini stroke or you had a TIA. But these are folks who are 35 years old, 40 years old. I mean... I mean, when you look at that, it's unusual for somebody that age to have an actual stroke. They do happen, but it's very rare. So, but then the hemiplegic migraines are those that people have these unusual neurological problems like tingling of their arms and legs, paralysis of their arms and legs, blindness in an eye during the migraine, slurred speech, weakness of the face, tremors, seizures, and the list goes on and on. And when I fix the migraines in those people, all of those other symptoms go away. That's amazing. It is. So you've looked at mine. Mine was a, a deviated septum that mm-hmm. had a bone spur on it. Yes. But for others, it could be the turbinates. It could be just the anatomy of the of the nasal passages. There you go. Is this triggering the trigeminal nerve? Exactly. The trigeminal nerve is a sensory nerve that uh, that you, you feel pain and other stimuli. It's a sensory nerve. It's a sensory okay. nerve of the head and neck. It's the main one. You get a toothache. That's trigeminal nerve. It's another branch. All the nasal cavity, the sinuses are innervated by other branches of the trigeminal nerve and then the forehead and, and, and the frontal sinus and those things. And, and if your nose is not normal, then you can get headaches. Now, not everybody with a deviated septum gets a headache. Right. So for those people, you know, you leave it alone, but it will give you other problems, ear problems, sleeping problems, can't breathe. Sinus infections. Sleep apnea? Sleep apnea, certainly. 
I just had a gentleman in my office from Toronto, Canada, found me because his daughter was going to play tennis in Michigan. And she started having migraines a year ago. And she was devastated, had to get out of school, couldn't play tennis, mm-hmm. was worried about going to college. So they brought her down here from Toronto, cured her. While the dad was there, he started talking about sleep apnea. I said, well, let's just get a scan and see what yeah, you look you're like. Here. His his nose looked worse than her nose. Oh, my God. So he comes down three weeks ago, got his procedure. He was in the office yesterday, started crying because he's sleeping better. He doesn't have brain fog. Mm-hmm. He doesn't use his CPAP machine. So wow. he's just feeling totally different and so happy that the whole family's doing much better. So, yeah, the, the nose plays a critical role in a lot of what goes on in your body. Are there other ways that the trigeminal nerve is activated or is it just from the sinuses? It's the nose and the sinuses. And what I like to tell people now, it's similar to having a COVID swab in your nose permanently. Yeah. When you get a COVID test, it hurts. Why? Because the nose is very sensitive. And when I think about the nose, even even more critically, the nose is like your big sensor. It has to be sensitive. You're smelling things. You're avoiding fires. You smell smoke. It is one of the most powerful defense mechanisms that we have of our senses. It is. And so, and then it protrudes. Pleasure, pain, fear, all of it. All of that. And so it protrudes from your face and it's going to get traumatized as well. It's going to get dinged when you come out of the birth canal. Uh It's going to get hit when you're riding your tricycle or your bicycle, when you're playing sports. And you don't have to break the nasal bones. All you have to do is hit the soft part, the tip of the nose and really jam it. And you can get a kinking or a a fracture of those very thin septal bones and they don't have enough resilience to pop back. They bleed inside the mucosal flaps. They form a hard bone spur. They touch the turbinates and turbinates don't like to be touched. Turbinates simply hang in the nose and do what they do. Filter the air, warm the air when it's cold, cool the air when it's hot. You know, they have those functions. They don't want to be touched. And when they're touched, you have a problem. You'll have the chronic headache. You can have intermittent headaches. You can have severe headaches and then you cross over on that spectrum and then you get into the infrequent migraines all the way up to the daily severe migraines that are debilitating. Oh, my gosh. I I don't want to go too much into this, but I'm just thinking about how many people had the swabs from the COVID test shoved way up their nose because I'm thinking about those turbinates. Thank God when they did mine, it was mm-hmm. barely just in there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of that. Okay. How did you... In your third, well, the the third trimester, I yes, want to say third that trimester, third decade, right. that third decade, <laughs> is that when you started to really study from the 1940s of the the evidence that they, Dr. McCullough, is that yes, who was studying Ma- this Dr. already? Dr. McCullough and other doctors. It was in that middle decade where I wrote my book, The Migraine Imposter. Okay. So I'm thinking, okay, these, they act like migraines, but they aren't. These right. are migraine-like headaches, you know. And so in doing so, I came across all this wonderful research done by ear, nose, and throat doctors where it's widely known that contact headaches in the nose can cause, you know, contact headaches are those that are caused by problems in the nose that, where the turbinates are contacted by the septum for the most part. So that's highly known. It's been studied extensively. And Dr. McCullough, along with Chang and all these other doctors, have studies that all pretty much have the same success rate, anywhere from 80% to 100% success rate in alleviating headaches. Mm -hmm. But nobody wants to make the leap or hadn't made the leap from headache to migraines until I came along and looked at it along with my patients, along with their studies, and said, why would migraines not be included on that spectrum of headaches? Right. Why wouldn't it be a severe contact headache? 
Right. That's what it is. And so, but in med- medicine, we've taken migraines and, and people say it all the time. It's not just a headache. And it isn't. It isn't. It's a very severe headache, though. It's head pain. Let's just yeah. call it that. It's head pain and it's caused by a problem in the head. And again, if it's not in the brain, it's in the nose. So when I've had MRIs, they have all came back normal every time. Yep. I did that through the neurologist. And they, I was basically a test patient. It yep. was, let's try this medication, yep. try this medication. What I love about this is that there are no medications. That's when I really start to think about this, I, I want to give myself so much hope, but I'm scared. You should be. I, a lot of people am, are. You're yeah. just like everybody else. You've had it for 36 years. Yeah. Why would this be the time that it's going to work? And I, I also realize that I think, oh, this, you know, living this lifestyle is easy. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm, o- I'm okay. I, I can prevent about 70 to 80% yeah. of them. Mm-hmm. It's easy. But when I go out of town, and I'm with some friends or family, we're out of town, we're traveling, mm-hmm. I realize how high maintenance I really am. Yes. Everything is about, oh, I can't do that, so will give me a migraine. Right. Oh, and But people don't realize what's going on in my head. They don't realize, oh, That's I- stressful for you. It is. Because, I walk in a store, I walk out, oh, right. and they're like, what are you going? See, you're comfortable got here incense. because you can control it. Yeah. And, and it's manageable. And you've gotten used to it. I have. But it is high maintenance, and that's not how life is to be lived. It's like an abuser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I've, uh, I'm almost like, this is like Stockholm Syndrome with an abuser. I've mm-hmm. learned to, I've adapt. had to adapt and cope and then also care for and love this lifestyle so mm-hmm. that I don't get the, the worst. The worst. But, yeah. Yeah, but nobody deserves to have a migraine. I don't care if it's one day a year. Yeah. That's one day out of your life. Life is very precious. And so I don't get headaches. I empathize with my patients because I want them to live like I live. I enjoy my life. I've done great things. I've experienced wonderful things. And you never know when these wonderful things will come about. If you're cooped up in a room in the dark with a migraine that day or that week or that month. Yeah. And I've heard people tell me all those things. But when we go back and when you look at, uh, again, the origins of migraine, if you read about it, it will talk about vascular dilation in the brain. And, and I question that because I'm thinking if you can show somebody having brain surgery while they're awake and they don't feel the pain, then to me, the vascular theory doesn't make sense to me Right. if it's in the brain because that's mm-hmm. the central nervous system. It can't feel really pain because that's where it all begins. So, but when you look at the nose and you know that it gets traumatized a lot, 80% of people have a deviated septum. That's one of the abnormalities that can cause the problem. Then it starts to make sense that, wow, in everyone who has headaches and migraines, they should all get a sinus CT scan. They should all be screened. But the problem with that is you have to have me look at it because right now in the medical community, everybody has known or, or thinks that it's all in the brain. And even ENTs who see a problem on the scan will tell the patients, I see you have a deviated septum, your turbines are big, you have some sinus disease. But that's not causing 36 years of headaches and migraines. So you need to go see a neurologist. And a neurologist, think about it. Why wouldn't they want to just try? I don't understand. They're, that, it's not like they're not getting paid. That's exactly what I ask myself. The reason I came to be who I am today is because I see somebody with a problem. Mm-hmm. I saw the scan that had a problem and went, hmm, let me fix that. I don't know if it's going to help, but we're going to see. That's yeah. abnormal. 
And I don't understand either how doctors and surgeons who see abnormalities in the nose don't want to fix it with the hope that maybe it might. And then you observe the results and then you get to be where I am today. Right. I'm, I'm very curious. I always have been. I like to solve problems. I'll take what you teach me in medical school, but I'll challenge it if I start seeing things differently. I love and that's that. how I came upon this. So to all of you out here who are listening, I've cured every type of migraine there is. I have cured thousands of people. Some people have argued with me, well, you can't cure mine because it's genetic. My answer to them is, well, you know, genes can also cause you to have a crooked spine. Uh, right. Uh, but we fix it. We don't leave you with a crooked spine. We can fix it. So if you, even if genetics causes you to have a nasal abnormality, if it, if it expresses itself in that way, I can fix it. So, mm -hmm. so don't do too much thinking. I've done all the thinking. If you have a migraine, you need to be scanned. You need to be seen by me to see if I can help. And it's so prevalent now that 100%, nearly 100% of these people have it. I used to say, send me your scan and I'll let you know if you're a candidate. Now I'm like, send me your scan to, so I can see what it is you have wrong so I know what to do. I know you're a candidate because you have migraines. How many patients or have, have you ever had a patient that you've scanned or they've sent in your scan that said they had migraines mm -hmm. and their scan came back perfect? There's no surgery needed. I can think of maybe two. Okay two off the top of my head that have baffled me. But I, but I know it's somewhere in there. I just haven't found out where. That's, right. that's always my belief. Yeah. I'm not the type of doctor that's going to do your surgery. You start having headaches and migraines again. And I go, oh, well, I'm sorry. Well, maybe you really have something else going on. I did what I did. See you later. No. I know because of my experience that sometimes people get scar bands. They'll do well for six months, start having little headaches that come on. And I'll know by that that, oh, you just need to come in. We'll look at you, do a scope, lice a little scar band, and you'll be fine. And there are things that I, I tweak and add to my procedure, my Smith Sinus migraine procedure, when I hear from my patients, again, telling me that, you know, I, for instance, I went through a phase where doctors now, they don't want to take the risk of bleeding turbinates. The turbinates in the nose are very vascular. So when you cut them, which is what yes, we used to do, I you run the that. risk of having a, a bleed, post-operative bleed. We burn the edges of it afterward, but still. So doctors have gotten into the to the uh, trend of doing what they call ablation, where you take a little mm. hot needle and you just put it in the turbinate and shrink it down by burning it from the inside and shrink down the tissues. I started doing that. Well, I had a couple of women who just so happened to come in the same week. I'd done my procedure. I'd burned the little turbinates. And uh, maybe a year later, they said, you know, Dr. Smith, the, the migraines are gone but I'm still having these headaches. They're in my temples and they just don't seem to go away. And I said, okay, well, let's do a scan. I did a scan. The scan was pristine. And the only thing I saw these turbinates were long and curled. Yeah. And I call right, them. Like look like an eggplant. I yes, call, I, I call, No, I call them elf shoes. Okay. I said, well, everything looks fine. Your septum's straight. Your sinuses are clear. The sinus openings are opening. There's nothing going on there. I said, but you know, your inferior turbinates are, they look pretty long and big. Let's just trim them and see what happens. Thank goodness they said, okay. I did the first lady. She comes back two, three weeks later. She said, those headaches are gone. And that same week, I had another lady came with the same story. Mm. And I did her scan. Everything looked fine. So the turbinates were long and curled. I said, well, let's trim your turbinates. And that, that maybe was it. Trim the turbinates, never saw her again. Everything's fine. 
So I had to add that to my repertoire. It's like, okay, yeah. and some people, I can't just do what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. I have to do what I know works. And what worked is what these two ladies taught me. And so I added that to it. So there's still going to be things that I'll add for years to come. But for the most part, I have it down, Pat. That is amazing. Yeah, it is. I, I love that you are ever evolving. I'm and, ever evolving. And I think it's just so easy for the medical community to stay into one one path, one one process in which they Memorial Hermann Hospital. I that's where I had my uh, all my babies, and yes. my doctor had Dr. Giannotti, amazing doctor. But they weren't doing family centered C sections, mm -hmm. and I really fought for it. And actually, I didn't have to fight for it. Dr. Giannotti was like awesome. He was like, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's bring it in." So I got a hold of the head nurse. We got all this Good. approval and did all this, and now they do it there. See? So you just you kind of have things just have to be introduce and sometimes right. you have you found you had those findings and then you now put it into your into your process and yep. into your surgery what is one of the most amazing stories that you just that really hmm. touched you i know yes. there are thousands yeah but i have one that's going to lead me into other areas this is a fantastic story a young lady 27 years old had migraines for nine years they were hemiplegic migraines when she had her migraines well she had daily headaches when her period would come on, she would get these migraines really severe. And, and what happened with her migraines then was she would pass out. She would get blindness in one eye. She would have difficulty speaking. She would slur her speech. She would have tingling in her arms and legs. She would have paralysis of her legs and seizure-like activity. So she goes to Belgium. I think she was doing some um, missionary work there has one of these migraines, had to be life flighted all the way back to the United States. Oh. Mom had to come get her. It was just crazy. She would pass out. And, and, and when she goes to the ER, she has to bring a friend because she can't tell them what happened because she passes out. Mom sends me a disc, took a look at it. She has the abnormalities, came down, got her surgery, headaches go away. And so do all the other unusual neurological aura that she had. Wow. Okay. Being who I am, I'm curious. Why did her paralysis and blindness and syncope and seizure and all those things go away? I knew I was going to fix the migraine, but she's telling me she doesn't get any of this anymore. So I do my research. I start looking up and reading things, and I find out that migraines are associated with 75 neurological disorders. You can list all those neurological disorders and you can take some of what she had and put them under some of those other neurological disorders. MS, mm -hmm. Parkinson's, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementia, irritable bowel, Crohn's disease, ALS, Tourette's, retinitis pigmentosa. The list goes on and on and on. Seizure disorder, epilepsy, autism, Asperger's. So I got a few people with some of those diagnoses come in my office. I screen people. Matter of fact, if any of your listening audience has any of those problems, unusual things nobody can figure out, I would say to you, come to my office to be screened with a sinus CT scan. Let me see if you have the same abnormalities that that girl had yeah. who had all these other symptoms that went away. And let's find that link. And if I'm a betting man, I'm thinking that the link is there because the few people, I had a woman just the other day with MS. She had migraines for 20 years. She came to my office. 
She actually worked in the office for a while and one day came in walking with a cane. I said, what's wrong with you? What's going on? She said, I'm having my flare up with my MS. I took her back to the office, sprayed her with the decongestant spray and the numbing uh-huh. spray that I sprayed in your nose. Two hours later, she comes back. She goes, Dr. Smith, I don't need my cane anymore. I feel better. So she just had her surgery two weeks ago. I saw her last week. She said she was in the middle of one of her MS episodes and they usually last a month, but it only been a week and she hasn't been having the foot drop and the brain fog and fatigue that she usually gets since her surgery. Wow. Now, I have to ask myself, is it the steroids that I put her on after surgery? I'm going to make note of that. That could be making it better because it's anti-inflammatory. But if she continues beyond that and doesn't have any more of those episodes or doesn't progress to where MS kills her, then I know that the relationship has to do something with the abnormalities in the nose. So I've had Asperger come in. Like the gentleman came in. He had the same thing, fixed him. He's now working and a little more productive, his mom says. A seizure, a lady up in, in uh, Alaska wore a watch that would go off whenever she'd have these tremor-like seizure-like activities 30 times a day. Came down from Alaska, got a procedure done. About two months later, her mother calls and said, you know, it's been 11 days that we've noticed her watch has not gone off at all. So that has me thinking, if I have the time to explain yeah. that when you, when you step back and look at the body, in order for the body to perform properly, all the nerves have to perform properly. Right. Every organ and cell in your body is controlled by a nerve. Mm-hmm. That electricity has to be functioning right. When you have a short circuit in your nose, which is what these abnormalities are, and it's triggering and firing abnormally, then somewhere in your body is going to be short-circuited. Some people get blindness in one eye. Mm-hmm. Some people get abdominal cramping and, and, and constipation. Some people have tingling in their arms and legs. Other people have paralysis of their arms and legs. That's a signal that there's a short circuit somewhere. Yeah. And the short circuit has to be discovered. And in my specialty, the short circuit is going to be in the nose until proven otherwise. You need to get a scan of the sinuses. The unfortunate thing is I have to be the one to look at it because I know what I'm looking for, especially in somebody with all these unusual neurological symptoms and migraines. So, and then once I've seen it, give you a call. You know, we have people from all over the country. I have people internationally even. I had the guy from Toronto. I had a guy from two people from Vietnam come see me, Cayman Islands, Mexico, and the list goes, Dubai, uh, Dubai. Uh, the good thing is uh, Steve Harvey had me on his show just like this about 11 years ago. His business partner from Dubai has migraine and he sent him to me because he flew, Steve flew over there to have some work done, to have some mm-hmm. meetings and he couldn't make it. His business partner was cooped up in his house. So once he, once I took care of his business partner, they want to they want to expand and, and take my uh, innovation and technology over to the Middle East. So that's something to look forward to. Very exciting things going on. See, that's, that's so amazing. My first thought was when you he him flying is migraine. I mean, most people who get migraines when you fly and I, I but always congested yep. as See? well. It, there's, You're putting there, it together. There's so much of a correlation. And you know what? I don't know anyone who has gut issues that doesn't have some sort of sinus issues. Both my husband and my daughter have sinus issues. Both of them have gut issues. Leaky gut. My daughter's constantly bloated. We already have her, her surgery her schedule. Sched- yeah. schedule. Yeah. Well, I love how you naturally, if anybody remembers the scientific method, 
scientific method is question right. and research, hypothesis analysis. What was the other part? Something conclusion. <laughs> conclusion. Yep, conclusion. But you look right. at everything as a little, uh, you, you go through the scientific method so quick on every single patient. You're not just doing it and just, no. you know, turning. Exactly. You're not right. just I'm not turning just doing and burning. memory and just, okay, I'm doing my thing. And no, no, you have to put the observation part in yes. and the listen to your patient part. Yeah. Because that is going to give you more information to, to know which way to turn, know which way yeah. to navigate. What am I doing here? Right. And I'm so happy I'm that way because it's it's very rewarding to know that I progressed to from a point where I'm like, well, we'll try this and see if it works. And so now, if you tell me you have a migraine, then I pretty much know what the problem is. I've got it down to a science now where when you tell me where your migraines hurt, I know where in your nose and sinuses the problem is. Now, well, what happens if, okay, so my deviated septum is yep. on my right side. Yep. And I do get a lot of migraines over there, but sometimes I get them over on the yeah, left. I see so that. why is that? That's because the nerves in your nose is so concentrated. It's like a highway and byway. It might start over here and then it travels mm-hmm. off the other way. And I think that's what happens. And the nose is just so many nerves. It's so sensitive yeah. that you can have a bend that way to the right and experience most of your headaches on the left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If I look back, at I do keep pictures whenever I get a migraine, yes. uh, not all the time, but, but I will often take pictures mm-hmm. mainly because you can see the inflammation in my face. Mm. So one side of the whole face will be red, 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 the face, the eye will be swollen. Yeah. I've gone into the chiropractor before with, uh, such the eye almost swollen shut and you know all they could do was massage out that right. inflammation. But mm-hmm. now I, there was complete congestion. Yes. So they, they were helping me get through that migraine, but mm-hmm. they weren't curing me for the rest of my life. No. It helped me in that process or in that time period, but not forever. But that migraine, you know, those, it just, the redness all over, and it was all coming from the sinuses. Your voice shows a lot of your health and it, it tells a story. My mom, I can call her and she just can hear my voice and go, you have a migraine, don't you? It's because your sinuses change your voice. And when I have a migraine, I I am vomiting. It's vomiting. It's diarrhea. It's it's all of it. It is your your taste is off. Your touch is off. My, I mean, the feeling on my skin is off. I can't think, and that tells me that's not just a seizure in the brain. It's not just the pain in the brain. You're right. It's it's every place else. Do you recall when you got hit on your nose or any trauma? No. Okay. And no, you don't have to. But I was a really fat baby. Uh-huh. I well, was about ele- almost 11 pounds. And, and it could have been, I was going to say, coming through the birth canal, you wouldn't remember that. Yeah. Only your mother might have maybe teased you that it took her a long time to push. I asked for that information. Yeah. You know, did your mother ever tease you that you were a big baby? It took a long time. Yeah. And, and my mom's a petite person. Uh-huh. And here she, but my could've biological father's six foot four. So I was a yes. big baby coming out. Yeah. She, she didn't have a. pounds, that is big. I was, <laughs> I was big, ball. I was big boned. <laughs> my, my <laughs> legs were all turned in. Oh I had, they had yeah. to break my legs to really? straighten them out. Yeah. yeah. See, see that's big. the information I would listen to and go, that may have been it. But it served me well because I've got strong bones and yes. I've not broken any. So knock oh, on wood. Good. Um, good. I'm not going to knock on the wood of the desk because it makes a loud noise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is the process of the diagnosis? How, how would someone go about finding out if you you could help them? Well, it's very easy. If you're here in Houston, of course, you just make an appointment. Mm-hmm. I have two offices, one in River Oaks and one in the Spring Woodlands area. Uh, we have a scanner in the office. So when you come into the office, we, we believe in efficiency. 
You get your exam. You get mm-hmm. a nasal endoscopy looking in the nose. You'll get your CT scan. We review the scan with you and show you the abnormalities. You will then schedule that day uh, about two, three weeks out because you know it takes about that long for the insurance to approve everything. By the way, the procedure takes about an hour. It's covered by insurance. The recovery is about a week. And the effectiveness is about 95%, really. I say 90, it's about 95% effective. And even the 5% that don't that I, that I don't include as being successful, they don't really have migraines per se. They have residual headaches. And I don't like to claim that as success because I like to get rid of everything. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's pretty easy. Now, if you don't live in, in uh, Houston or Texas and it's hard for you to get get to me, you still have access to my expertise because all you need to do is either one, you can send me a past MRI of the brain. It sometimes will show me the nose where I can just look at it quickly and say, yep, I see enough. You're a candidate. But I will still need a CT scan of the sinuses. If you can get a CT scan of the sinuses, I have to say this too with a caveat. Don't say you need it for migraines because doctors will automatically reflect and say, oh, you need a brain scan. No. Just say, I need a sinus CT scan. Because I'm having lots of facial pain and and headaches, mm-hmm. facial pain and headache, you know, and then facial, get your sinus facial scan. Facial pain and headache. Right. Say that. Don't say migraine. Everything has to be coded has properly. To be coded right. Right. Yep. So then you get your scan, have them make a copy of the disc, the actual disc. I don't need the report because the report sometimes miss a lot of things. I know what I'm looking for. Send the disc to my office. I'll look at it or my colleague will look at it. We'll call you and let you know that you're a candidate and what needs to be done. And we take it from there. Okay. And I do have a question I yeah. forgot to ask. Why do women suffer from more migraines than men? That's a very good question. One I can think of is probably the nasal vault, the cavity, the area or the volume of the nose is smaller than that of a man's. Okay. And then the hormonal aspects of it too. You know, you had the monthly menstrual cycle with the hormones going up and mm-hmm. down. That causes inflammation and water retention, which would swell the turbinates. Yeah. And just so you know, I mean, the interesting facts about migraines are 40 million people in the United States have migraines and 1 billion people in the world. And they can all benefit from what I have to offer. Wow. Uh, so are you going to be opening up a larger location? Yeah. We're going to need, you're going to need a, I can see it now. The Smith Hotel. Come on. No. The Smith yes, Hotel. Yes. No, the Smith Sinus Migraine Complex. Oh, yes. Complex. And you could have nurses on staff that work in the hotel room. People are wanting, nurses are wanting out of the big hospitals now. You so go. you you, go. you got plenty Keep that could work. Keep it coming. I like the uh, vision. The bed and breakfast go with the Brazil style yes. of the surgery where you go. I like go that. I now, like am I going to look like my husband beat me at all? Because. I'm no, okay. uh, people ask that question, but no, everything's done on the inside of the nose. You will not have black and blue eyes. You generally oh, don't okay. get any swelling. And it's really easy. Most of my patients say it's not painful. Even if I have to put splints or a little packing in the nose, they say it was uncomfortable. But most of my people after the second day don't take any more pain pills. They take Tylenol only. I had a okay. lady just this week that came in and said the week, two ladies this week, the week that they were healing, one went down to NASA. From the, from the woodlands down to NASA and then went shopping and did all these things that they never could do before. And another lady went for a walk on a nature trail like the second day after a procedure for an hour and then went to some other thing and went shopping as well. And then she crocheted some stuff for the office and put together some big wow. floral arrangement. She's already feeling better. That's amazing. Well, I am so hopeful. I cannot Honestly, I can't imagine a life without migraines. You better. It's why I'm here, honestly. 
I, it's why I'm here in this field. Right. I, it was 2005 mm -hmm. when I was at a fitness training and I had another migraine. I finally decided, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go to this doctor in Houston and, and we're going to just do a full cleanse yes. and go through my hormones and everything. And mm -hmm. I had, I pulled out so many inflammatory foods yes. and, and I, I still eat that way, a very, mm -hmm. very anti-inflammatory diet. Yeah. I have to, but there's a lot of rules. There's a lot of, it's it's stressful trying to be stress-free. That's right. I and, and I have to avoid a lot of things. I, I don't stay up late to people tell me, oh, I had to work all night on something. Right. I'd never do that. do that. I can't do that because that would cause inflammation. That's right. Yeah. And so, it makes sense, doesn't it? Inflammation yes, But inflammation is a part of life. Right. We are going to come in contact with you things are. that cause inflammation. You cannot avoid it. You don't want chronic inflammation, no. but your body should be able to go through periods of stress where you you have a lot of emotion, but then you you take care of yourself and it goes away versus you have some stress, boom, migraine trigger, down for three days. Right. People, you're fired, you're missing out on appointments. I can't tell you how many podcasts we've had to cancel really? because I've been at home puking. Oh my God. And, and a lot of it was because I was excited about a guest or maybe stressed. Right. You and can't even get excited. I can't even get it that excited That's or so stressed. Sad, so it? it's the emo the emotions. <sighs> it rules. The That's migraines okay. rule it's the life. To an end, you better get ready. Ooh, I'm excited. It's on its way. How can we find you? How can people you, find you? You can find me by visiting my website, kevinsmithmd.com. My Smith Center Facebook page has dozens of video testimonials oh. from patients. It even has some intraoperative surgeries that I'll show you the spur that I pull out of the nose. And oh my gosh. No, it has all that stuff. And uh, Instagram as well, at Smith Center. But the phone number is 713-795-0600. That's 713-795-0600. Dr. Kevin R. Smith. Awesome. I love it. And is this going to make, like, like, will it narrow my nose a little bit? I can if you want to. That'd be cosmetic. Okay. That'd be, oh, that'd okay. be my cosmetic okay. side. Your nose looks lift. nice, though. I like oh, your thank nose. You. It's cute. But, you know, this, this, this profile is really good. This one, this one's my better profile. I love it. It looks cute. <laughs> it fits you well. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate you allowing me to come on and share this wonderful news that in Texas, we have a migraine cure. In Texas. It's in a Texas. gift. And by the way. Yes. I know we got to go. God has really anointed you with such a gift. He's made you curious. He's made you so intelligent. He's made you a, a go-getter. You don't have fear holding you back. No. So many people have fear. They have gifts and you have a gift and you're not allowing fear or doubt to hold no. you back and you're healthy. Yep. If you're watching the video, Dr. Smith is very healthy. You can oh, tell. You can tell you the so ones much. who take care of themselves. I take care of myself and I love sleeping. And yeah. I, you know, you'll be sleeping so much better. I oh, love yeah. sleeping and playing golf and living my life I to love the it. very best. I love it. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Share with your friends. Give them hope and not just about migraines. Thanks so much. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. There are
there are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.